0: You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. Hey friends, this is Pastor Clay Lundberg coming to you from the Canton United Methodist Church. Today during worship we enjoyed a fantastic concert from our praise band One Way Up, but I did want to hop on and share a quick message with you about love. The fourth Sunday of Advent is always dedicated to the idea of love. Love came down at Christmas. It's just such a central idea to the Christmas story. And so let's hear today from the Gospel of Luke in chapter 1 verses 39 through 55, a story about love. And well, and what love in Jesus' name does look like. This is from the Gospel of Luke, and I read from the Good News Translation. This scripture comes on the heels of the angels coming to Mary in the first place and setting the whole story in motion, and this is what Mary does next. Soon afterward, Mary got ready and hurried off to a town in the hill country of Judea. She went into Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby moved within her. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and said in a loud voice, You are the most blessed of all women, and blessed is the child you will bear. Why should this great thing happen to me that my Lord's mother comes to visit me? For as soon as I heard your greeting, the baby within me jumped with gladness. How happy are you to believe that the Lord's message to you will come true. And Mary said, My heart praises the Lord. My soul is glad because of God, my Savior, because he has remembered me, his lowly servant. From now on, all people will call me happy because of the great things the mighty God has done for me. His name is holy. His name is holy from one generation to another. He shows mercy on those who honor him. He has stretched out his mighty arm and scattered the proud with all their plans. He has brought down the mighty kings from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has kept the promise he made to our ancestors, and he has come to help his servant Israel. He has remembered to show mercy to Abraham to all his descendants forever. Mary stayed about three months with Elizabeth and then went back home. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock and you are our redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, amen. One of my oddly favorite classes at the University of Sioux Falls was the health and wellness class that I took with Dr. Kelly Quick. Each week we discussed an aspect of wellness. As a bunch of college students and the idea of the freshman 15 being very true for some of us, we talked about physical health. We also talked about mental health and emotional health, and because we were a small private Christian university, we talked about spiritual well-being, too. And then came the day during our course when Kelly Quick focused on relational health. And I just have to tell you that that day was very different. As we walked through the maze that is the lower level of the Steward Center on the campus of University of Sioux Falls, we started to hear something, something different. It was not the whir of the inner workings of the Athletic Center or even pump-up music from another one of the locker rooms we had to pass by on our way to class. As we got closer to our classroom, it became clear that it was coming from Quick's room and that it had to have something to do with what we would be discussing during that hour. What we were hearing was a song, and that song was a song by one of my favorite bands, DC Talk. It's the song Love is a Verb. And just to remove all doubt of when this song was released, and and, that was in 1992, love is spelled L-U-V. Love is a verb. I googled some of the lyrics to share with you, and I found this quote from songfacts.com that I just had to share. Songfacts.com says that this song explains in very simple and obvious terms how love requires actions rather than just words. And the main lyrics of the song go like this. I think it's time you learned. I don't care what they say. I don't care what you heard. The word love, love is a verb. The song eventually goes on to point to Jesus, who perfectly shows us what this love that is a verb looks like but I've always loved this song. I've always loved this idea. Love is a verb. Love is an action word. And there is no better word to sum up the birth of Jesus Christ than love. Everywhere you look in the Christmas story, love is being felt as an emotion. And love is being shown as a verb. I mean, after all, it is in the fullness of God's love that this whole story unfolds in the first place. God loved humanity so much that God's own self took on flesh and dwelt among us. And that same love, that action love, cascades down throughout the rest of the Christmas story. Joseph loved God enough to do the virtuous thing after he was told by the angel that what was happening in Mary was actually a part of God's plan. Joseph loved Mary enough that he decided to dismiss her quietly, but then also loved her enough to stay in the relationship. Mary found favor with God and loved God enough to accept, without much question, the plan that God had for her life. She was on board with all the things that the angels told her about her life and about becoming the mother of Jesus. Mary and Joseph, the holy family, loved their son enough to accept the bounden duty and privilege of parenthood. And thinking about that holy night so long ago, as a parent myself, I can only imagine how much love would have been present in that stable so long ago. But there's also love on display in our scripture for today. In the story of Mary going to stay with Elizabeth and Zechariah, Elizabeth and Zechariah, who loved her enough to open their home to her for three months, while they too were preparing for a baby that they never expected, but for entirely different reasons. Despite all the preparations that were going on around them, Elizabeth's love for her cousin was on full display, and it was there from the very start. It was there because of the way that Elizabeth welcomed Mary into her home. Whatever Mary's neighbors in Nazareth may have been whispering about her, Mary found in the home of Zechariah and Elizabeth a place, a place where she was safe and loved. She found at the home of Elizabeth and Zechariah a place where someone got it when someone could understand and even commiserate her with her about the situation she finds herself in. And in response to Elizabeth's greeting, Mary says, My soul magnifies the Lord. My heart praises the Lord. And maybe she has arrived at her cousin's house with a hundred different thoughts and emotions rushing through her. But when she hears Elizabeth's exclamation and is gathered up in a hug, Mary knows that she has found herself in a place where she is welcomed and beloved. And I got to tell you from my own experiences, the experience of being known can be life-giving and empowering. And in response to the welcome that she re- receives, in response to the love that she is shown, Mary is able to testify to the love that will continue to be made known through this child that she will bear. Her song in the next nine verses of the Gospel of Luke will go on to tell that all is not right in the world. And it seems that the possibility of things being made right is being born even now, is being born through her. The next nine verses of the Gospel of Luke, called the Magnificat in Latin or called the Canticle of Mary, point out all the ways that Jesus, the incarnated Son of God, is going to show love to the world through his work and his ministry. And what I love about this song from the Gospel of Luke is that it is all love in action. Because Jesus' love is a verb. In love, Jesus will scatter the proud and the self-righteous by exposing their true selves. Out of love for God's people, he will challenge powerful kings like Herod and Caesar. And he'll do that by demonstrating the very power of love. During his time of life and in ministry, he will advocate for justice and mercy and peace. He will make room for the poor. He will spend time with the hungry and the sinful and the outcasts, and he will fill them all with so much hope. He will denounce the wealthy who oppress the poor. And he will expect his followers to deny themselves and take up their cross and follow him. What we learn from our scripture this morning from the Gospel of Luke is that Jesus will show love by showing us who he is. He will show love by showing us the way to God's kingdom. He will show love by giving his life for us. And truly, there is no greater love than this. It is all action. It is all verb. And it is all for us. The love that Jesus shows to us to this day is a love that is all action, all verb. And all for us and it starts being made known in the Christmas story the challenge that I find is that it is so easy for us to get caught up in the sentimentality of the season it is possible for us to feel all of the love I mean, after all, at its heart, this season is where we celebrate a baby being born. And what's more lovely than that? During this season, we see the lights and we sing the songs and we taste the flavors and we smell the aromas. And it just does something in our hearts. We light that one candle. Or we pull out that one decoration so carefully packed away, and our hearts simply well up with unimaginable love. We get together with family and friends that we may not see on a normal basis. We get together with perfect strangers, and then we remember forever that that group is the group with whom we spent Christmas. Dot dot dot. Fill in the date. And don't get me wrong, this is all a good and a right and a lovely thing to do and a joyous thing to feel and a great way to spend this holiday. I would never knock feeling love at this time of year or any time of year. But it is so important for us to remember that the baby in the manger is no mere infant He is the Son of God, the word of the Father now in flesh appearing. The baby in the manger, as we learn, will go on to grow in body and in wisdom, gaining favor with God and people. And the love that we are meant to experience because of him is no mere emotion. Love is a verb action. It is something that we feel in our hearts, but it is also something that we join Jesus in sharing. We share our love in the action of our whole selves. And that's not just true during Advent, or that's not just true during Christmas. That is true at all times and in all places. So let me ask you this. How will you choose to show love with your whole self? And that is a big question if we let it be. It can almost seem like too big of a question, especially with all the other questions running around in our head at this moment. But our answer can be as simple as how we welcome people like Zechariah and Elizabeth. It can be in trusting God in the midst of ridiculous circumstances like Joseph and Mary. It can be in choosing to be a part of all that Jesus is continuing to do in our world. It can even be by praising God with your whole heart friend in Christ. Feel the love of this season. Show the love of this season. The word love. Love is a verb. Would you pray with me? Loving God, we give you thanks that in the fullness of your love, you sent Jesus to be a part of our world. We give you thanks for the love that is on display throughout his entire birth story. And we give you thanks for the love that is being made known in this season. But we know, oh God, there are those that are still waiting to experience love. Still waiting to even believe that love is possible. And so we just simply ask you that you would inspire us today. To do what Jesus would have done. To remember that love is a verb and to find some way, even if it is some small way, to show love. Carry us in the strength of your love through the rest of this season and more than that, through the rest of our lives. We love you and we serve you And we pray in your loving name. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. I just want to let you know that our Christmas Eve services are planned for 5 o'clock and 9 o'clock on Christmas Eve here at the church. And we would love to have you join us as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord. I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.